So tell me about the new docs we're getting tomorrow. Oh, we're getting two little. So we got to come up with some names. One's a female and one's a male. What kind of dogs are they? So the female is a scruffy little terrier. Ooh. And the male is like a little chihuahua. Uh-huh. And he's pretty got pretty colors, kind of like another Chihuahua, of course. Because we're half a Chihuahua rescue. <laughs> well, because that's you know it's like Chihuahuas and Pitbulls. That's what's out there. You know, that's just as we know, like those are the dogs that get most euthanized. Yeah, yeah, and they're the most overbred dogs too. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's so hard for us to get fosters for Pitbulls. Unfortunately, that's how we end up with more Chihuahuas. So if you're interested. You know where to find us, people. <laughs> and if you want a pit ball, you know, just let us know. And uh, we'll let you know where you can get one. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so we're getting a scruffy little terrier and a little chihuahua boy tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So let's come up with some cute names and then check our website on info about them. So once we get to know them tomorrow, we'll give you a better idea of their personalities and what kind of doggies they are. Yeah. And, you know, it is it is really not a great idea in a sense to... to uh, get fosters around the holidays. I mean, you know, it's always a good idea to foster a dog. I'm saying it's going to take longer, I think, to get them adopted out because uh, people are so busy traveling and seeing family and doing the holiday stuff that they're not really getting a dog. Mm, yeah, so there's more dogs in the shelter right now that are going to have holidays in the sh- their cages. That makes me so sad. It does. I mean, it's like... You know, the best thing you can do in the holidays is to give open up your home for a dog in need because they need it now more than ever. Yes, foster, foster, foster. And we've seen a huge decline in fostering. So I'm curious of why and what what can we do about it? I think it's the, uh, you know, relash from the, the pandemic and staying in shelter that now people are coming out, they're uh, going on trips and doing this and that, and they're not home and available to foster as much. Yeah, but, look, you know, things may change and you don't really need, it's not like you have to be home at every hour for the, the dog. There is, there is, so, I mean, it's not like they, they can be left, they can be left alone for anywhere from like, you know, four to a, for five hours yeah tops tops not more than that and uh, i mean i i know i rarely let my let my dogs be home that lo- alone but i don't want people to think that that's going to be a reason to prevent them from fostering yeah good thinking but yeah these two guys are at least going to have a foster home for the howly days oh, so I, I mean that makes me happy yeah two lucky ones we should give them Christmas names. Ooh, yes. Ooh. Okay, let's come up with this brainstorm. Yeah, because you know, you guys who are listening and been following us, uh, you know that we name all our dogs fairy tale names. Mm-hmm. So think about Christmas fairy tales, like yeah. Rudolph, Snow, uh, what's it, Frosty. Well, Frosty, you got to be a white dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, then we can do all the, the reindeer names, you know? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. So there's Dasher. I don't know them in English. Either, I don't remember. I could, heck, I don't know them in Swedish. I was just saying, I don't remember them in English, too. Uh, if I was on a quiz show and they'd ask, I would fail miserably. I Rudolph. <laughs> and there's Dasher. Oh, man, that's pathetic. I got to start taking, like, those br- <laughs> vitamins for brains. Brain <laughs> memory. F. A-I-R-Y-T-A-I-L-S Welcome to Fairy Tales Podcast. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Louise. 
Yeah, we are feeling the holiday cheer with all the jingle bells going on, and like here we go again. It's Christmas time again. I know, <laughs> again and again and again. But we really want to talk about good things right now. We, you know, we do get yeah. festive in the holiday season, and we get a little more happier. So yeah. let's just ride that wave. It's easy to get stuck on what's bad and sad in the world, and you know. So if now, for a moment, we're gonna rejoice in the Christmas spirit and focus on the good things, because、uh, there are actually a lot of good things that's been happening this year. Well, I would love to hear all about it, because I know I pulled some stuff, but I would love to hear what you found. Oh yeah, I found a whole list on like new animal welfare laws that has changed the world forever, and they happened this year, 2021. Hmm. And so I know there's lots of wins for animals, so and dogs specifically we we wanted to focus on, but there's lots of wins for all kinds of animals, and so that's what's cool is that really we're 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 going to share good news not just with dogs but all of our furry friends. Because what comes around goes around. I mean, if there's a better world for the pigs, then it's a better world for the for all of us.、Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a vegetarian,、um, and I do not try to preach to anyone, but you know. I do. It, I I would. I feel like the industry can be really harsh. And choose your meat wisely as well. I want to say. I like that. Choose your meat wisely, or mindfully, from the heart. <laughs> you know, I was I was、uh, <laughs> I was talking to a hunter while I was in Sonora. You know, it's like total hunter land there. And I was talking to this guy who's like a long old hunter. And、uh, you know, I told him, I go, don't judge me, but I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> and、uh, I told, and we were talking. I said, look, you know what? I respect that you actually hunt and kill your own meat, and so it's almost more respectful sometimes because you're actually you see that it's a living animal. You take, you're willing to sh- shoot him, and then you eat him. And it's like, you know, I don't know. That to me is, I'm okay with that. Yeah, a lot of it's a.、Like- I think it's a popular view because you have this idea that the animal lived a life and they were shot, and they, it was a humane way, both living and dying,、uh, rather than being raised in a farm, you know, just for meat and not under good conditions、uh, and such.、Uh, but but I know people also think that you know why go out and shoot animals when we have already tortured these animals in the farm? Like now you're killing even more animals. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Um, I know it's a never-ending battle, <laughs> but we're talking about good news today, aren't we? Let's do that. We are. Okay, I'm gonna start out with the first good news. Okay, okay drum roll. New York has done amazing things this year. They have banned pet stores. Oh, thank this. So this happened this year. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, and this means that you know it prohibits dogs from being sold in stores, and uh, uh, you know legislation like this helps to stop backyard breeders and helps to stop puppy mills. And we know that puppies are raised in puppy mills are raised under horrible conditions and filth, and、uh, you know they don't have. Uh, humane care or proper access to food and shelter and veterinary care. So this is a big change. I mean, there are some states that already, you know, passed the ban, like California, that you're not allowed to sell dogs in pet stores anymore.、Uh, but the fact that New York does it, it really, it, it's a big, important, famous state. So 
I think more uh, states are gonna follow in New York's footsteps. I mean, New York and California, like, come on, We're like these are the these are the advanced states as far as human life, quality of life, uh, and and uh, social justice. I mean, all of those things. So you know, I'm proud to be on this coast and New Yorkers. Shout out to you. Um, so Louise, I interested because as I when I'm hearing this, I'm like, okay, yeah. So this is gonna also spread awareness. Uh, to people who are looking for dogs and suddenly why aren't they in the like oh we're not selling pet stores anymore how come that's a learning time that's right no but people can still buy them from breeders yes people can still buy them from breeders but the biggest problem lies in the puppy mills because puppy mills supply americans with 90 percent of the pets so this is where we have the biggest problem uh, when it comes to overbreeding, over demand. Uh, of course, there are bad breeders out there as well. Absolutely horrible breeders because we don't have legislation to protect the animals. So breeders can treat their dogs pretty much any way they want. Uh, so it's really important that the, you uh, meet with a breeder, that you go there and look. Or, you know, just even don't go to a breeder. Yeah. Go to a shelter. <laughs> yeah, please don't go. Yeah, please. Because how many... Half a million dogs are euthanized a year, and there is no need for anyone to go to a breeder. This is this is just, and so this is going to help that that ed- education get out there. And perhaps this is the step in the right direction. Well, we will have legislation for against breeding as well, backyard breeding. Yeah, one step at a time, and this is surely a big step taken by New York. Okay, I really am. I shocked to hear about this one so and and i i'm i mean i feel great uh at being a vegetarian and, and having um an, an understanding of pigs um more that there you know there are a lot of pigs have personalities like dogs um but anyways you so soon you might not be able to buy bacon in grocery stores in california is that right louise that is right actually and that is like that is such good news and i mean if you're like me and you love bacon you're like wait a minute how is that good news but let me tell you that the reason that you can't buy bacon anymore is because the pig farms are not living up to humane standards and they're going to have to with the new legislation coming in next year uh, that's going to demand that you have a lot more space for the pigs and that they're not in cages anymore. Mm, Thank you. I am so, so proud to know that this is happening in California. And you know what? It's, It's not about the bacon. It's about the treatment. You know, it's not about the meat. It's about the treatment of the animals. Why can't they just have a quality of life? Damn it. Like, let them have a quality of life. You can still eat them. Yeah, so if the pigs have a quality of life, we can still enjoy bacon, you know? We just got to make the pigs happy first. Like, does that sound like a fair deal to you? Well, you know, not only that, um, there's there's probably quack science behind this, but actually, I as a part of a vegetarian community, it kind of makes sense. But you know when you have stress or anxiety or depression or anger, all those feelings, it, it shows up in your body. So a lot of these animals who go through all that stress, it's showing up in their body and then we're eating their meat. So it's like, it's almost like a transfer of negative energy. It is. And for for those of us who, uh, you know, believe in the importance of energy, this is really significant. And it's also an ancient belief that the soul is somewhat transferred into the meat as well. So I'm all for happy animals, happy meat, happy consumers. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. And so what about veal? Because, you know, veal is one of those meats that I have, I really 
struggle. I mean, that's like you're torturing a baby calf. So, you know, how could that be, be okay? Yeah, so this actually also goes into the same law. So what this is all about is it's called Proposition 12. And this was a new law that was taken on. It was passed in 2018, uh, but it's going into effect in January 2022, next year. And so Proposition 12, it bans pigs from being raised in gestation crates and it gives more space to egg-laying chickens and it gives more space to calves that are raised for veal. And so, you know, it's it concerns so many farm animals and so much of what we put on our plate. And we're still going to be able to have that. It's just that, you know, the farms have to live up to these standards. And so the interesting thing about this is, um, and so the veal and the egg producers, they are on track to meet the new rules, but the pig producers are not. Only about 4% of the state's uh, hog producers are currently in compliance with the regulations. So once the law goes into effect, which is like less than two months from now, you know, they, they have a lot of work to do in a short time if they're going to start keep selling pigs here in California. And I'm sure it's the same everywhere around the country. Like, you, yeah, they need to step it up or they're not going to have any meat to sell. Think about this. You may think, oh, well, that's just California. Um, California is the sixth largest economy in the world. There's a lot, you know, we California supports many, many of the poor and less, you know, economically sound states. And so losing California is a big deal and also a big dent in their revenue. Oh, yeah. That's good news. Yay, good news, good news. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. I, li- I like talking about good news. It's like realize the world we are building here. I mean, we are going to live in a world with happy pigs. I would be so happy. I mean, I, I just, I, I don't know. I hope I see it in my lifetime. I know I'll see progress. But um, the fact that we're moving in that direction is super exciting and inspiring. And I, I just hope that doesn't change. Because I know there's some things that are going backwards in this country too so there's you know there's also the abortion that's going back into the you know barbaric days against and rights for women so tiffany we're focusing on the good news okay sorry thanks for the reminder next sorry let's (laughs) i know so sorry why did i go there oh it's not just the u.s that are doing really good things um you know you there's great things happening into uh, countries that what you wouldn't even think like turkey that's right turkey's got some good things going on tell us about it so turkey reclassified stray dogs and pets as living beings yeah that is amazing and and then you wonder what what do you mean they are living beings like what do you mean they're classified as living beings so, you know, Turkey, uh, as many other countries, uh, America too, has for a long time classified dogs and other pets as commodities, which means that, you know, uh, they're things. They're not, they don't have the rights. So now with the new legislation, uh, there's going to be harsher penalties for cases of animal cruelty. Uh, like before, uh, with animal cru- cruelty, it included like a, you got a small fine, uh, for, for damaging a commodity. Uh, but now the updated legislation redefines animal cruelty by equating the crime uh, equal to violence against the human. You can do jail time for hurting an Thank animal. Thank you. Well, you know what? Turkey is going in the right direction. And sometimes I wonder, you know, if we, if we, sh- we should be also looking at these countries that are advancing 
while we are not because I mean animals in our dogs are animals in in the U.S. is still commodities Oh, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. If Turkey is taking this step, I mean, no offense. I'm sure Erdogan, the president of Turkey, has a lot of fans out there. Uh, I'm not one of them. And it, I think it's horrible that these people are not allowed to elect their own leader. And it's like if a country with that kind of leadership right. still <laughs> takes these steps in animal welfare, like that's saying something. Right. So wake up, America. And China, you know, this one I'm really excited about because I work in the cosmetic industry and I've worked for like the last 20 years. And, you know, a lot of um, products, even though they were not tested on animals, they were, um, you know, clean and all that. If they were sold to China, China would test on animals for that product. That's right. They would go in and test products that haven't been animal tested. So you think they're animal friendly, but once they get to China, boom. Now they're tested on animals because China decided not to trust anyone. And like, exactly. And they just like to torture animals for fun. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous. Not cool. not cool. That's for sure. And so, so, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of these products, you know, stopped selling to China, which was a great thing to do because, you know, that takes some um, guts and, or it takes some pride in, in something good because they lose a lot. I mean, China's a huge market and they're letting go of that, all that revenue. Um, so, but I, so thanks to those brands and many other brands that just said no, um, this forced them to relook at it. So China ended animal test, their animal testing policy, which was mostly on imported cosmetics because they still do animal testing on their own cosmetic lines. But for any imported ones, they're not now, you know, torturing animals to test on those. So that's a big step forward. And that just shows what a big boycott can do. So, you know, this is good news. This is good news. And not only this is... This is, I mean, this is companies making a difference. And I think that a lot of people do look for companies that are more socially caring, um, responsible, um, and choosing those brands and boycotting any brands that don't do the good things in the world and do actually bad things like child labor. And this is a trend we can see in several places around the world that consumers have uh, more power within uh, how companies manufacture cosmetics and uh, their products in, in general. Like here in America, we also this year had uh, Maine and Hawaii and Virginia that banned the sale of animal-tested cosmetics too. And these states have joined the, a growing list here in the U.S. Uh, of states that are issuing such bans, like, of course, California and uh, Nevada, Illinois and Maryland. Nice. Shout out to those states. Thank you. And the rest of the states, wake up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the good news that it's not just for dogs. It's for all of these things because all animals deserve to be treated with kindness. And, you know, yeah, okay, we can accept that we need to use them for maybe meat or things like that. But do, do we have to be so cruel? Yeah, no, we don't have to use them. There's no such thing as have to. I mean, we are so smart. We can fly to the freaking moon. We can, uh, you know, we're, we're curing several uh, sorts of cancer. We're figuring out how to drive cars electrically. And you're telling me that we can't create cosmetics and medicines without animal testing? I don't think so. Exactly. It's lame. This is all about money or being lazy or not caring about animals. It's 
There's no good excuse. Excuse. You know, one of the things that really has always bothered me um, is, you know, foods that we eat that causes torture. I mean, they're literally tortured. And one of it was another food item, which is foie gras. Yeah, foie gras. I mean, for you guys who don't know what it is, oh, God. Yeah. Tiffany, you want to tell people? Yeah. So basically they force down food down the geese's throat. So like, so their, their, um, it's their liver that gets basically inflamed or not inflamed, but I guess enlarged is what it is. Right. Mm. I think it's enlarged. Um, and then that's what we eat. It's a very unpleasant experience for the geese. And you do this to create a delicacy, foie gras. Yeah, come on. Do we re- we there's we don't need there is a plenty of things to eat out there. Would we need to eat something where an animal has to be tortured? Let it go. Whenever I go to a French restaurant, I always scout the menu to see if they have it mm. and if they do, I walk out. You know what? We should all support only French restaurants that do not serve it. But the UK is making some steps. So that's our good news today, right? Oh yeah, the UK they they are working to ban foie gras in the UK. That's another step in the right direction about animal torture for for our own selfish purposes. And we don't need to eat as much meat as we do. And, you know, we should be responsible people. If we, I mean, if we care about the planet, if we care about our children's future at all, we need to be like this. Um, so just to clarify, the UK has not actually banned foie gras. They have said officially that they are making plans to ban it. Uh, but this is once again a response to their citizens and the activists and uh, the, the stuff that people care about. Because let's face it, it doesn't really affect the government's economy, whether or not they have foie gras or not. It's really them responding to what the people want because the power is within the people these days. Mm. The power is in the people. <laughs> I love power to the people, right? Power to the people and power to the animals. Because animals are the people's families. Mm. And, you know, dogs, which are we obviously are our favorite, favorite animal in the, in the animal kingdom. We have lots of good news about dogs in particular, don't we? In 2020, 32% fewer dogs entered animal shelters. That is amazing. I mean, let's take that number in. That's like a third. A third of the, the, the whole... I mean, the population. Like, yeah. I mean, that's like... that. That's a lot less. It's a lot less. I mean, it's not... That's significant. It's significant. And I can't... I, I hope that number increases. I hope that's the... It's a projection of what's to come. So... I mean, if somebody walked up to you, Tiffany, and said, hey, I'm going to increase your salary with 32%, you would be like, oh, my God. That's a great way, way perspective. Yeah. You know, that's a lot. Like, we did a good job, people. Like, hey. we are changing the shelters. We are changing the world for dogs. That is a big change. Celebrate. Oh, I have another good one. Ooh, let's hear it. In Estonia, they have now banned furs. Oh. Well, well you can still wear a fur jacket, I mean, but... Um, but uh, for farming. farming. Yeah, okay, like, I got that. You know, does the U.S. The US doesn't ban it, does it? I doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Mink farms, that sounds like a thing going on here, right? So, I, I'm, yeah, because, I mean, people buy fur coats here all the time, so that means... They, but they don't have the fur farming there, or you can't sell fur? Both. Oh, uh, that's you can't great. do the fur farming there, and you can't sell it. 
And, um, and, and, you know, you think that, oh, maybe they, they have this culture where, where they love it. And you think, you know, of the Russian and the Baltic culture, and you often p picture maybe them wearing fur hats or fur coats because it's really cold. And that's what you've seen in pictures. Uh, but it turns out that the majority of the population in Estonia is like, doesn't even want the fur uh, industry to be there. And they're not interested in wearing fur. It's just this ancient practice that is still there because a very small part of the population likes to spend a lot of money on it so here we go again the powers with the people and they said no more fur farming yeah you i mean go estonia yeah i mean really uh, there is so no n there's not one need at all for in to buy a fur coat the faux fur that's out there right now is phenomenal it's soft it has a great colors it's got the great feel and the look you know and it's like you don't need a fucking kill an animal it's created just go out there and do the right thing i mean it's like it, the same with shoes and bags and all that leather stuff it's like you know i remember when i was younger and i was really into fashion and you know all these exclusive brands they use real leather mm. for their shoes and bags and you you are taught that 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 is the way to go this is the quality things and this is what you mm. want and this is what you mm -hmm. got to have if you're going to have the real stuff and the expensive stuff to mm. show off when you're in high school or at your stupid office job or whatever and uh, it's just an idea it's not correct i mean there like you said there is high quality fake leather we're being yeah. lied to out there you're being lied to just so you know all those 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 are all lies they just want your money they just want your money and they're tapping into your insecurities and your weaknesses of wanting to look like a certain way and you know what they're manipulating you yeah and if anything if we're gonna use leather then it's gonna be humanely produced it's gonna be some right. seriously happy cows that have been slaughtered for food and all that and you know that that we're utilizing every part of their bodies sure uh, you know but it's gonna have to have a, a brand stamp on it that says that this is humanely produced you know who did all of that native americans Native Americans oh, yeah. were always taking, they t respected the animal, they used every part, and uh, of course then we came and butchered most of them, but anyway, I was talking yeah, about good news the, today. The natives didn't keep them in cages. I know, they didn't. They, they went they, out and hunted them in the wild. Yeah, and they respected them too, in, in a big way, and they, you know, they, they honored them, because they knew that they gave them, and they were, they cared, they, 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 there was that mutual respect and honor, like, you fed me, you gave me a fur coat some blankets and you give me some uh wet tool like bones for t weapons or tools or whatever you know i mean like think about it what else do we have on our good news so one thing about virginia uh, that I, I thought might sound a little out of place but it, it is actually a win for animals so virginia passed a law that forbids balloon releases Apparently, Virginians like to have a lot of balloon releases. And that's terrible for the environment and kills birds. It kills. It, it's terrible. Yeah, because, you know, the, you, you release the balloons and you're like, oh, <sighs> it's so pretty. And, <sighs> Uh, but but then the balloons, they pop, and where do they go? They go into the waters or mm -hmm. they go into the forest. Yep. Animals eat them. And studies shows that uh, seabirds, for example, 
are 32 times more likely to die from consuming a balloon compared to any other hard plastic you might find mm. in nature. So it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Balloons. No, I, I've, I've known about this. And I, I rem- every, anytime I see someone let go of a balloon uh, on purpose, I mean, I've accidentally lost a balloon before. I bet you have. Yeah. You're you so know, scattered-minded. I know. So I don't like balloons because I, I'm afraid. And, you know, I don't want to be a part of the problem. <laughs> it's the last thing I want. But it's, yeah. So when I see people do that I, I i should say something and but then i feel like god i'm like the buzzkill here they're like woohoo and i'm all you know <laughs> so it's a hard place to be <laughs> well you go ahead and be that person <laughs> okay you go I'll, karen on them <laughs> oh god i'll find a nice way of doing it well yeah so you know that's an environmental protection law that it's in second hand an animal protection law and it's like these all of these little steps that we're mentioning wow. here today, it's like we're really creating a better world. And this was all done in one year. In Virginia, of all places, you know, I'm kind of like, I hats off to you because you're yeah. not just the Confederate statue state that we had to pull all the statues at. Isn't that the one where they had the... Oh, yeah, never mind. But yeah, hats off to Virginia. I mean, you, you guys go over there. Good yeah. job, Virginia. Now you just got to tackle those puppy mills. <laughs> That's right. Damn straight, man. Baby steps. Baby steps. Well, like they say, you know, small steps for uh, Virginia, but <laughs> <laughs> big steps for mankind and animal kind. Oh, that was nicely said. Well, you definitely have a holiday cheer to your place. I have a Christmas tree, actually. Not a, I, 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 it's one. Of, it's just like a um, synthetic one with the lights. It's really little. Oh, it's really I like cute. those. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I put up a little bit of a, you know, red glitter, and uh, I got a Christmas couch. Uh, that I, I got a yeah. red couch <laughs> that I hate, but it's red, so it's staying for the season. I gotta get. I start. I need to start decorating my place. Yeah, I mean it's it's the holidays and it's the jingle bells and you know I feel cheerful. I feel good. We did some good things this year. Yeah, and we're gonna have an awesome Christmas Eve because we're gonna have our own fairy tale dog rescue Christmas Eve party. That's right. We are gonna have a Christmas Eve party with rescue dogs and dogs and volunteers donations people and donations yeah oh yeah it's gonna be christmas bada bada bing bada bada bing jingle bells jingle bells jingle da, 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 all da, da, the da, way da. oh what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh hey <laughs> and that's a wrap that is a wrap all right people i hope you stay jolly out there and you know just keep in mind all the good things that we have accomplished this year mm. peace love harmony bye bye, bye.